Hello and welcome to frame 46 of Me One versus Me Two Snooker, the serious sporting podcast. Still only the uh, the only self-playing snooker podcast available on the internet, though I'm sure very soon there'll be many more. I notice it's the fi- only the fifth frame of the year. I'm very sorry uh, that uh, the Me's have been very lax. They have been concentrating on their running. They're both uh, competing against each other to try and win a place in the Royal Parks Half Marathon uh, in October. Uh, at the moment, Me One has the best time over six and three quarter miles of uh, 54 minutes and eight seconds, and Me Too lagging behind on 57. Uh, but uh, in recent weeks, the uh, Me Too has been doing a little bit better, so it's it's current form that will count as to who gets that place. If you want to sponsor the me who gets in, might, we might do have both me's running half the half math and each taking over halfway so you can run their half the quickest. Um, do go to UK Money. Oh, it's the Virgin page. Uh, I'm looking for Richard Herring on the Virgin Giving page. I, can't, I don't know what the uh, thing is. Anyway, I'm Richard Herring. I am the host of this show. Um, and we're here in the Angus Lenny Memorial Hall. Uh, Angus Lenny, of course, you will know. Uh, is uh, the, the latest victim of the curse of the Great Escape. It's, it's taken a few victims this year. James Garner um, and uh, Sir Richard Attenborough have both perished this year. And Angus Lenny, who plays Isaac, getting pretty close to getting wire happy, uh, has also died. Uh, that was a spot-on impression of him there. Uh, and... Uh, there could have there's a lot we've missed a lot of people the the memorial hall could have been named after this year sadly uh, but uh, and a lot of terrible deaths but angus uh, is the most recent one and possibly an apt i'm not saying i'm glad he's dead i'm not i'm upset but you know he had a good knock uh, and he has made the final great escape and that's all good but um it, this week's frame will determine uh the correct result you should in the Scottish independence debate. Uh, both teams, both players will be playing for their own personal view on what should happen with Scottish independence. Uh, see if you can guess who will go which way. Uh, and uh, both players have elected to play in their dressing gown today, which is an odd choice. And um, though no other, no slippers, no shoes and no pants. So there may be 19 balls on the table or 21 balls if both players decide to put their balls on the table. Uh, of course, in this game, there are only 10 reds because we're playing on a six by three table. Uh, Smithers and Lino are both here. You'll be glad to hear. Uh, Lino currently behind the sofa. There's lots of bits and pieces. Smithers lounging luxuriously on the floor at the bulk end of the table. And another interesting fact for fans of um, Me One versus Me Two Snooker, which I'm assuming you'll be listening to Frame 46. By the way, if you haven't listened to all previous 45 frames all the way through please stop listening and go back this is not for you you have to listen to every single one that's part of the deal uh this is the first time the snooker board has been played uh from west to east if you get with we basically put running parallel here uh to the main thoroughfare through shepherd's bush uh which uh, one way goes to acton the other way goes into town usually we play towards acton this time we're playing towards uh the east um, which will be interesting to see if that makes any difference to the game. Um, but without further ado, uh, please will you welcome uh, 
Uh, it's been it's been a while since I've done this, so I don't really remember how this works. Uh, we welcome uh, me one and me two. The players uh, will speak first to uh, me two, who uh, won the f last frame. It's currently twenty two twenty to me one, uh, but me two is making up ground after having been several frames behind. So how are you feeling, me two? It's good to be here, Richard. Uh, thanks for having us back. I'm you know I'm sorry that my other commitments have meant it's it's been difficult to get these together. But uh, my first love is also already always been. Self-playing snooker, and uh, I will never forget that, and I will always return to the green board, the green snooker board, uh, whenever I can. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this. And so in, in the question of uh, Scottish independence, what do you think uh, is the right thing to do? Well, Richard, I hate Scotland and all the Scotch people in it. Um, but I also, I'm a rebel. You know, I don't like the idea uh, of conforming to Westminster, uh, or politics of any kind. And so I think if I was Scotch, which thankfully I'm not, then I would very much want to be independent. I don't see why. Why on earth would you have this chance to form your own country uh, and not take it? You could get away from David Cameron, get away from Nick Clegg, get away from that other bloke in the Labour Party who's never going to be the leader of the country. You can get away from him anyway. And form your own country based on your own interests of, you know, lounging around, not doing very much, complaining about stuff. So you can do that on your own and that will be a good thing. So I'm very much for Scottish independence. Um, perhaps not in a way that will make the Scotch people very happy, but I think they should go it alone. Um, my other view is that just before the vote, David, oh, the cats are, uh, so sorry to interrupt you, me too, the cats are having a little scrap there. Smithers chasing Lino, Lino heading towards the toilet area to escape and she's actually gone into the toilet, which is an unusual choice for Smithers, confused, not knowing where she's gone. Uh, I think, uh, Richard, to carry on, uh, that David Cameron, the day before the, uh, elected vote, should just declare that he's surrendered and ceding the entire United Kingdom to Scotland. So they can't, you know, so there will be, they can't be independent of Scotland, can they? They can't say we're going to not be part of Scotland anymore. Uh, and then basically everything will be the same except Parliament will be in Edinburgh or Glasgow or whatever. But that's the best thing Cameron can do, isn't it? Because he'll still rule the United Kingdom and all the Conservative MPs will still get to be in government, but they'll just have to go to Scotland. It'll be a bit cold. But, you know, Scotland's a nice place. I go every, uh, every summer to, to watch comedy. Thanks for that, uh, me too. And me one, uh, I'm guessing you take the opposing view. I do, Richard. I, am, uh, I have to say the cats are having a bit of fun, but I'll try and, I'll try and carry on regardless. And that's a bit unprofessional to have cats in here, I would say. Now Smithers making a noise there. And, oh, and this time Lino is attacking Smithers and Smithers run it, is running. And they're looking at each other underneath the table. Lino is, is hidden behind the sofa though. And he's coming, he's up, she's up on the sofa. It's very exciting. I am Richard. Uh, sorry to, I really don't think we should have the cats here. Uh, I love Scotland. I love the Scottish folk. I love their haggises and kilts and bagpipes and deep fried Mars bars. I like everything about that in a slightly patronising way. I'm going, oh, please come on, don't leave us, folks. Come on, we're all friends, aren't we? Let's forget about the past where we all attacked you, long shanks and all that, and Braveheart, and just focus on the love and pleasure we've had together. And we're better together, we definitely are. So I will be fighting for that. And I should remind listeners that uh, whoever wins this frame, that will be the result. That's what has been decided by both uh, David Cameron and Alex Salmond. Everyone have agreed that whoever wins this, David Cameron putting his faith in me, one who is, you know, that's a, a good choice because he is two frames ahead. Uh, but I think the Scottish people recognising 
the rebellious spirit of me too and, and wanting to get behind him. So this will make that decision. And the more exciting news for fans of the Warming Up podcast, which is, uh, has been going from strength to strength over the summer. I, can't, I haven't had much uh, feedback from it, but we've really uh, added some exciting elements to it. But uh, I've had a few feedback over the last two or three months, but it seems to be back for people who seem to be interested in again. Um, uh, Robot Voice from, uh, the, from the Warming Up podcast will be doing the scores. Thank you, Richard. Yes, I will. The score is currently me one, nil, me two, nil. So there we go. So that's an exciting development. It's, it's kind of like a crossover between sitcoms when one of the, someone from a different sitcom comes in. I like to think of this possibly as like when Mork from Mork and Mindy came into Happy Days. That was even before Mork and Mindy uh, and was such a hit that he got his own sitcom. Uh, of course, me, the robot voice currently is, has only been the, the voice of the Warming Up podcast if you don't listen to that. It's a crossover. It's for fans who listen to both of these things, which is probably... Five people. Anyway, so without any more messing around, I think we've got there. Uh, getting very close to going wire happy. Um, it's um, time to play. And uh, I'm sorry if you can hear the uh, washing machine going in the background. My wife has gone out, which is why I'm allowed to play uh, some snooker. Uh, but uh, she set some washing off just before she went. Uh, not that she does the washing. She does her own washing. I do my own washing. We're a very modern couple. Uh, and we uh, we don't ascribe roles in that way. I'd, we take an equal share of the washing up duties. If anything, I do a bit more. I, I load and I generally load and unstack the dishwasher. That is one of my main jobs. Um, anyway, so it's very exciting. Uh, this could put the contestants not only just one frame apart, probably the most exciting thing, but also as a subtext, we'll decide if that happens, Scotland will be independent. Uh, or it could be 23-20 and England will retain Scotland, which is what I, as I think we all understand that's what's going on there. I know there's more to the United Kingdom and England, but that's basically what we're both sides are playing for. And we know it. Uh, hopefully uh, the snooker will become a uh, weekly at least fixture from here on in. I know that uh, after this frame, uh, both players will be straight into another frame. They're playing the Chris Evans Not That One trophy on audio for the latest uh, Go Faster Strike release of We're All Going to Die. It's going to be an audio frame uh, this year rather than a video, pure. Uh, I don't think it was right when you could see people, see the players, that was wrong. You have to leave it to your imagination. Uh, and um, there was some, oh, you know, yeah, just uh, generally while we're here, uh, Richard Harry's Leicester Square Theatre podcast is returning at the end of September. You can buy tickets to that at the Leicester Square Theatre website. There's some exciting guests like Steve Coogan, Stuart Lee, um, Josh Widdicombe, Sarah Millican, lots of people, exciting people coming up. Uh, so do book ahead for that. Uh, and I think we're giving out the videos for that for free. So if you enjoy that podcast, or even if you enjoy these podcasts of Me One Versus Me Two Snooker, I mean, it's not, we're not going to raise money much from this, but if you want to keep them weekly, if you enjoy the Warming Up podcast, if you go to gofasterstripe.com slash badges, make any donation you like. You can make a donation for no badge. You can get a badge, uh, or you can make a monthly donation and get a badge. Uh, and all that money will be ploughed back into into making more comedy. Um, and I think we're giving the videos of the Less Square Theatre podcast away for free this year as well. So if you're usually subscribed to that, maybe think about either making a one-off payment or um, doing a monthly subscription. You get all kinds of benefits for that, all kinds of extra prizes. Uh, and uh, there's a draw every month and you get uh, your own channel with extras and stuff on it. So uh, anyway, enough publicising, but gofasterstripe.com slash badges. 
if you feel uh, that this is worth contributing, not just this, uh, but everything else. Anyway, I'll hand over to com the commentators, commentator one and commentator two in the commentary box now. Uh, over to you. Hello, Richard. Yes, it's great to be back here at the Angus Lenny uh, Memorial Hall. The frame 46 of Me 1 versus Me 2 snooker. And as you pointed out, Richard, unusually playing in the opposite direction. Me 2 to break. He's straight at the table. He's break straight away. Well, that was exciting. The... Uh, the cue ball came off the pack, scattered them. The cue ball nearly went into the top pocket. It jingled and jangled on the top pocket like an undecided Scotch voter. In the polling booth, Dung, should I go? Yes, should I go? No, should I go in? Should I stay Stay in? Should I go out? And in that particular vote, it decided to go out. Nothing went down. A few of the balls scattered towards the top right-hand pocket. Uh, but me too has not put a ball in. Uh, the black ball, luckily for me too, is blocking most of the uh, the balls around the, that top pocket. But me one is going for a double, I think, in the center pocket. Oh, very close. That was, a, that was a very nice try from me one. But so far in this frame 46, no score yet. But me too has a relatively easy red and he's taken it, it's in. The cue ball has gone up, hit the pink, kissed it like, um, a Scottish person uh, who is completely white and untanned kissing a pink Scottish person who's just returned from some kind of foreign holiday and has become sunburned. Uh, there's not really anything on from me too here. He's going to try and hit the yellow. Oh, he didn't do badly. We had to arch over the pink uh, to, with a cue ball there. Uh, but that uh, me too has one point. Karenska, me one nil, me two one. Uh, that is the score. Thank you to Robot Voice there, the new... I'm not sure I like that new development, new characters. We've got enough characters here already. Uh, here is me one, though. Uh, he's slightly blocked. The, the way the snooker board is positioned here is right by the cupboard in which the ironing board is now kept. Uh, and there's a kind of wall there, which me one is having to wrap himself around. Oh, he could have got that. I didn't, I didn't think it was possible, but uh, he just slightly miscued it. He's left a very easy red. The Q and the red are basically right next to each other. Uh, although that might be hard to get onto a, a colour there, so Me Too is elected to go the other direction. Oh, and screwed that up quite royally badly. His dressing gown uh, came undone as he did it, displaying a uh, proportion of his ample but flaccid penis. So Me One now has a chance to go for the other red at the other side, which he takes with a plum, the cue ball just hovering over the, over the top. Left-hand pocket there. Me One nearly stepping on Smithers' tail, but just managing to avoid it. Smithers looking up. Expecting some fun, I think, some foot-based fun. He's not getting any meat one going for the brown. Oh, and that was a magnificent shot. I mean, that was unbelievable. Right down the length of the table, the brown on its spot. If you can imagine the cue ball in the top right-hand pocket, down the table. That shot is so difficult. He timed it perfectly. It's a shame the brown is only worth that poultry four points. Um, but uh, me one has the highest break so far of the frame. He's going for a very difficult shot. I know that one hasn't worked out for him and doesn't get any luck. So that's five points to me one, me one five, me two one, that is correct. So me two to play. Oh, that's helpful that actually the robot voice to do that because then we know whose go it is. So me two. Oh, he tried to, he, he overreached himself there. Tried to, tried to screw a, a, a red or something into the centre pocket. I don't know what the correct terminology is. Me one though. And he's potted another red. 
Where can he go now? There's a few options, and I think he's going for the blue, which of course, is, as snooker fans will know, is worth more than the yellow. That is a bit easier, but also can send the ball up towards the pack of reds if he gets it in, which he has failed to do. So me one gets another point. Me one six. Me two one, uh, and me two now at the table. Uh, he has a red that would have gone into the top pocket if the pink had not been slightly dislodged. Ah, me too. You can see, I mean, I felt his frustration there. I almost vocalised it. Um, he's trying to double. Oh, not too bad, but again, not going in. Me one, similar problem. Me one stepping there on a detached rat's tail from a plastic rat toy that the cats have been playing with that was underneath the sofa. Me one. No, he had a good go there, but... Uh, Unsuccessful. Me too now, surely. He has a good chance here of getting red, followed by the black. He's got the red, the black is on. He's set himself up quite nicely for it. It's a little bit tricky, but he's got it. And oh, he's gone a little bit far to come back onto that red. But that is the highest break of the match so far of eight. And there's a red down into the bottom right hand pocket. The yellow's slightly in the way. Oh, and he hit the red, yellow, but not the yellow didn't go in. It's gone right up the table. Still, that's a valuable eight points to me too. Me too. Me one, sorry, me one, six, me two, nine. Uh, robot voice making an uncharacteristic error there for a computer. Uh, computer robot voice. Uh, me one is going to try and plant a long red into another red. Oh no, it's just gone round. Oh, that was pretty useless. I wish I could describe it, but I can't. And me two, beautifully done. That was a lovely, lovely cut that red into the top pocket the top left hand pocket he's now going for the pink i don't think he'll get this but it's a worthy try no it's coming down the table no but that's one point to me two me one six me two ten very helpful actually that uh, update of the score from robot voice and it's good when he just does his job isn't it, it doesn't uh, elaborate at all so me one beautifully pots a uh, reasonably easy uh, Red and he's straight on a black, very easy black into the centre pocket and, and then there's a red that could easily go in after that. He's got the black. The red should go down. This will be the highest break of the frame so far. So some nice play from, from both players here as long as me one doesn't mess this up. He's hit it a bit gently but it's gone down and he's... I think he was hoping to get up on the black but that was a fool's errand. Uh, and yeah, there isn't much on for him here. He could, me one is going to try a long pot, the blue, a bit too close to the cushion, I would say, to go down into the bottom right hand pocket. Oh, but it nearly did. It jingled and jangled around in that pocket, like a little bit like Angus Lenny, trying, many tried to get underneath um, the uh, wire by acting like a mole. This is a very respectful tribute to him, uh, but he, he sort of jingled and jangled around and got caught. Is very similar to that. Anyway, that was me one. Uh, I think I scored. He got uh, he got nine there, didn't he? So that's uh, me one fifteen, me two ten, and me two to play. Thank you there. That's been very helpful. I had forgotten whose go it was. And uh, me two. I'm usually trying to. Even though there are some reds that he can easily hit, he's decided to try and come off the cushion. It worked for him, but uh, he has hit a red. But he has set up another red. I don't know why he did that. I don't know what he was thinking. If only I could get into his brain. Oh, but me too. Messed that shot. Me one, sorry, messed the uh, shot up there. It's, it's so hard to tell apart sometimes in the whiz of play. Uh, that was a very easy shot and it just uh, didn't even jingle and jangle. Just kind of quickly came out. Me too. Well, maybe that was his plan all along. He, he's potted the red that 
Me one miss. Did he know that was what was going to happen as he turned into Nostradamus? He's on the black anyway. Oh, but that jingled and jangled around. So me two just gets one point there. Could have been back in the lead. Me one fifteen. Me two. Uh, he has eleven. Some odd confusion there from the robot voice. Uh, and that's actually set up me one onto what could easily be a, a, a two ball break at least. So maybe me one was planning this ahead all along. I don't know what goes on in their heads, but the pink right of the pocket is unmissable. He's hit the, he's got the, uh, the red in. He's got the pink in, but he's followed it. That was just a, a childlike error from uh, me one. I think overexcited at, at the prospect of Scotland not becoming independent as he inevitably won this. He gets his one point uh, for pot in the red, but of course gives six away for going in, following in off on the pinky potted. It could have been so different, but the score is robot voice. It is me one 16, me two 17, me two to play. So, I, I mean, I mean, your robot voice is actually a lot better for me than commentator too. It's a, who often just stays here quietly. Oh, uh, but uh, me too. They call him the in-off king, and, and, and rightly so, because that was an in-off there, uh, an unnecessary one, I think, which uh, gives uh, the impetus back to me one, who's uh, 2017. That is my job. It's sorry, me one, my 20, me two, 17, me one to play. Uh, me one has the fairly easy task of potting the red by placing that wherever he wanted to do. Uh, and the yellow looks pretty good for, so he's got two ball break, but oh, me one potted the yellow, but has uh, rather badly snookered himself, which is interesting. So he's a break of three, but he's right behind the blue ball. This is a, a nigh on impossible shot, I would say. Uh, let's see if me one can prove me wrong here. He's not even really looking. He thinks he can do it. It's so close. I don't think it can even be called a miss. Uh, so that's uh, three points to me one, but four points to me two. So it's, it is now me one twenty three, me two twenty one. So very exciting. And like the Scottish, this is as close as the vote for Scottish independence would be. So it's kind of quite, quite a good way of, of settling it. Uh, commentator two, what do you think about the prospect of Scottish independence? Don't make a difference, does it? Well, I think it does make some difference, does it? Just, you know, it goes on the same one way or the other, and it's all politicians. So you're saying you don't care? This is a monumental t chance. I mean, and we're playing it out here metaphorically in a snooker game. Uh, it's a monumental chance for a nation to gain its own sovereignty and rule itself. Yeah. Um, you're ruled by politicians, aren't you, either way? Well, oddly... Uh, Nihilistic approach there from commentator two. How are you enjoying the game? I was really hoping uh, after the four month hiatus we've had that this would be the end of it. Um, but so I'm not enjoying the game now. It's very close though, isn't it? Yes, it's because it's the same man playing himself at snooker. So obviously it's the same, it's close. Well, that's a, a foolish way to look at this, I think. Uh, and I should just point out to that Smithers has been batting a small piece of paper around with his two front paws, but has now stopped to smell uh, Me Too snooker cue, uh, hoping, I think, that Me Too will play, will attack him with his feet. That's what uh, Smithers likes. But Me Too is too committed to the game of snooker. He's got a very difficult a long shot on the yellow, which he takes with aplomb. With aplomb. And that actually equals the whole thing up. 
this is, and there's a long green, if you can get this. And he has got it, and he's also nudged the brown much closer to the pocket. This is looking so good for Scottish Independence. It's very similar behind. He's come up for the blue. This could be an unprecedented clearance. Uh, they were behind for a long time, weren't they? No one gave him a chance. And then suddenly at the end, they rallied. That's the blue, Dan. He's on the pink. This is the most amazing moment in me versus me snooker. And unfortunately, the black is right on the cushion. The pink is eminently potable. It's a slightly tricky shot into the centre pocket. And he's got it, and he's more or less on the black. I mean, I think he's won it already, hasn't he? But uh, if you could get this, I think that's a 35 break. Oh! Oh! Uh, the ball jingled and jangled around on the pocket, and the white went in off, but I don't think that matters. Um, of course, uh, me one will get seven points for that error at the end, but me two gets two, five, nine, 14... 20 points? No. It would be a 35, wouldn't it? Two. I should know this, really, shouldn't I? Just without. It's 2, 5, 9, 14, 20. It would have been 27. Is that right? Well, someone will tell me at home if I've got it wrong. 9, 14. Yeah, it's 20 points. So he's got 20 anyway. So it goes up to. Uh, me too has taken it, lads. That's all I know. It's definitely whatever else happens. It's a relatively uh, error three frame and very quick frame. Uh, 30 to me one, uh, 41, uh, 41 to me two. So me two takes it. I think that means uh, Scotland is officially independent. That is the result. It was a lovely metaphor for the way that the Scottish independence battle has gone, uh, which to me gives hope that even if they, if the David Cameron doesn't let this stand for some reason, um, then uh, I think it, it augurs well. Uh, for it all turning out okay for Scotland. So maybe the next time we play uh, an official frame of snooker, we will be playing with an independent Scotland. Uh, and who will there, I'm afraid if that happens, though, Scotland will have to pay £1,000 an episode in uh, podcast tax to listen to this. Or if you don't like listening to this podcast, you'll have to pay £1,000 podcast tax to not listen to it, which I think will gather probably a lot more money than the other round. Anyway, back to you, Richard. Exciting, quick frame. Well, that was, that was uh, after the travesty of last time, which I, all I remember about last time was it was incredibly poor play. Uh, there was some great play there, uh, some, some high breaks, nearly all the colours there cleared. Let me just check that uh, the, the, the commentator and robot voice, sorry, I should let robot voice get, final score, me two got 41 points, me one got 30 points, me two has won by calculating, 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 calculating 11 points. That leaves the current score at me one 22, me two 21. Thank you, Robert Voice. I think a, a fine addition there to the team. Uh, we'll keep you. I know that uh, the warming up podcast is not as keen on you uh, as we are, but we uh, we enjoyed that from you. Uh, let's just have a quick word with um, with the players. First, uh, me too, victorious there. Well, Richard, yep, I'm happy to have done that for my Scotch brothers. Sorry, Scottish brothers. I know some of them don't like being called Scotch. Uh, that's what's the kind of thing that an idiot would do. Uh, and uh, I hope you enjoy being independent and essentially failing as a country fairly quickly and wishing you could come back but not being allowed to. Uh, England is best, uh, but uh, now we don't have Scotland anymore. 
draining our resources. Well, to be fair, me too, I think they do have a lot of oil and stuff that you could argue that we're draining their resources. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, me one, sort of weird there from me too. Uh, the, the Scottish people must be uh, in two minds as to be whether to be happy that he's he has sort of acted like a Mel Gibson character there and, and freed their nation uh, and yet rather churlishly and unpleasant turned out to be not as bad as an anti-Semite, but still an unpleasant person. But uh, it makes, the, uh, makes it very much more exciting that uh, he's managed to become within one frame now of uh, me one after he was definitely six or so frames behind. So that is a, a burst of form over the last 18 months. Uh, I hope you can't hear that's the washing machine that beeps like that until someone opens it, which is slightly annoying because I can't go and open it. Uh, let's go and uh, talk to me one. How are you feeling? Well, Richard, I feel um, ashamed for England. Uh, you know, many people will, I'm sure, blame me uh, for the loss of another country from our empire. Um, some of the countries that left our empire have gone on to be quite successful. Uh, America's done OK. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've got big countries like India. Uh, which, whatever you think about the, how, what things are going on, uh, are amazingly powerful nations. I mean, pretty much every country once belonged to England and now is probably on the whole doing better without us unless we're still interfering and bombing them. So uh, I'm not saying that will ever happen to Scotland. <laughs> Let's hope not. Uh, but yes, I'm disappointed, Richard, that I've let that lead slip. I mean, back in May, I was still uh, three frames ahead in early May. Uh, back in February, I was three, two frames ahead. Back in January, I was three frames ahead. I'm just looking back through. I was four frames ahead uh, back last year, so in frame 40. So it's been a bad six frames for me, it has to be said. But we'll bounce back. Uh, England will do all right on its own. I'm sure Scotland and whatever, have fun. Knock yourselves out, drink some iron brew. That's what they do in Scotland, Richard. I'm, you know, racist. Uh, and they are now a race now, if, they, if this result stands. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week, Richard, and I don't think uh, the result will go as bad. I mean, I was ahead until, I mean, it was an amazing bit of luck, I think, for him, really, that he got all of those, and then he fucked it up on the black. He could have had the most exciting moment in all of snooker history there by managing to pot, what, six balls in a row? But he only got five of them, so... It was very close to me, one. It was close, but it, well, he did pot six in a row because the white went in, didn't it? So it just it was sort of typical of him to make that mistake. I'm not going to be churlish about it. I'm going to come back next week for the sake of my young fans. I know I've got young fans in hospital. Um, that not that me too? I don't know. I forget now. Uh, and uh, anyway, let's, shall we leave it there, Richard? We've done uh, 30 minutes. Fair enough. Um, that is about as good as it gets. Well, it's been an interesting uh, frame back. I'm looking forward. I've missed doing this. Uh, I've been a bit busy doing other work. I've been losing lots of money at the Edinburgh Fringe. I did lose a lot of money at the Edinburgh Fringe, so uh, it does make it slightly harder for me to carry on doing um, free work. So if you want me to carry on doing this free work, it would be really helpful if you could just bung me even a pound. Just Then you can go, I paid a pound to me. But if you want, uh, it'd be fantastic if people went to www.gofasterstripe.com slash badges and made a monthly commitment of as little as a pound a month. Uh, then we can make, as it occurs to me, we can... Uh, keep on churning stuff out and uh, hopefully do something good one day. You know, I'm not really including this in the canon uh, of stuff, but if you like this and want to keep it going, um, even the next week, 10 more people donate a pound a month, then that will be 
uh, enough to inspire the Mies, I think, to come back to the table this time next next week. And there are a thousand of you listening to this. If, if you, if, the, if it was the snooker people got behind this um, and let me know that they were doing it because of the snooker, then A, we could make sure the snooker was a weekly fixture, but it would be enough to make for me to start making other things. That's kind of ridiculous, huh? So if not, uh, it would be fantastic if you would come along and see uh, Lord of the Dance Seti on tour. Got lots of four-star reviews in Edinburgh. Um, was on a bit late, didn't get as many people as I needed, uh, but the people who came seemed to enjoy it. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully they, people will look, there'll be more people to come see it on tour. You go to richardherring.com uh, and you can see all the dates for that in the gig guide or on the Lord of the Dance Seti page. I'm coming to Wales soon, Manchester, Belfast. Um, Sheffield, Wakefield I think all sorts of places so go and uh, check that out and that goes on till May so it's very likely I will be coming near to you a few more dates hopefully will be added Cheddar's going to be added in, it's not in there yet uh, I'm hoping I can get a, a gig in uh, Dublin uh, then it'll be if Scotland are independent I will travel to three countries uh, on my on my tour we'll see, uh, so thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed that, it's great, it's really good to be back uh, I've missed this, it is definitely the best thing I do uh, and you know, in 200 years time when I'm dead I mean I think I'll be dead before then uh, I think it will be heralded as the greatest work of comedy there has ever been uh, but at the moment it, yeah, that will not happen thanks for listening, goodbye <laughs>